0: Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, Neo Starling, and I am back here with another podcast. Now, once again, my show, Big Brother Neo's Podcast, no longer Neo's Corner. No, no, no. Let's not mistaken it. Now, with that said, <laughs> um, obviously, you can tell by the title, we are going to be talking about No One is Coming to Save You. Yes, that is the title. It might seem a little nihilistic, but just give me a chance to explain it, and I promise you, by the end of this show... You'll understand exactly what I mean by it, and hopefully we can give each other some actionable steps to sort of circumvent this inevitable fate that we might find ourselves in, right? Now, with that said, uh, my call to action, I'm going to let you all know right now, I have a new link. Um, I signed up with Linktree, so it's Linktree forward slash Neo Starling. You no longer have to click on a billion different links. It's important that we have a way to smushed out all up together right you know it's not like back in the day where we had to sort of create all these different individual links just to find the correct one that we wanted to now we can if we want at any given moment add new links to this particular one and all we had to do is select one of them in order to select the social media platform that we are searching for i am not sponsored by them by any stretch of the imagination i just think it's a simpler way for you to find me so when i say look up Starling on the internet now you could just look up linktree forward slash Starling. Now, with that said, no one is coming to save you. It's a little dark, right? That's probably not what you want to hear. That's not what you tune into this podcast for. You tune in because I want to give positive affirmation, and I want to let you know that it's all going to be okay. But sometimes, sometimes people need to get their feelings hurt. And in order for you to circumvent this inevitable fate that we will be facing, your feelings need to be hurt. And not in a bad way, just in a realistic way, in a way that you'll understand the, uh, the catastrophe and the existence of, uh, of our humanity, right? And how much pain and suffering we go through to get to the heights of where we want to be, you know? And with that said, I'm going to give you guys a scenario, right? Understanding your dreams as a kid. Some of you have heard this one before. You woke up on a Saturday morning, you poured a bowl of cereal, you turned to Channel 11 and started watching X-Men Evolution, X-Men the Animated Series, Spider-Man. Whichever era of cartoon superhero you grew up with, Right? Or maybe you didn't grow up with any cartoon superheroes. You might have grown up with something completely different. Now, you didn't have to go to school. You had this huge safety net. If you were fortunate, you had two parents. And those two parents were competent enough to take care of you and provide you proper guidance and education towards the point where you became a successful and productive member of society. Now, that is not always the case. And unfortunately, first of all... Shout-outs, and my heart goes out to anyone that didn't have that privilege. To the kids that grew up poor and had to grow up at the age of 13 because they didn't have parents. Maybe they had one or maybe they had none. Maybe they were raised by their siblings. Maybe they were raised by aunts, uncles. They say it takes a village to raise a child, right? Sometimes that's true. But if you're fortunate enough, you had some really good people in your life. And that's all we could really hope for you know. realistically at the end of the day. Now, again, when you're young, you have this safety net. So you don't understand what the real world actually holds for you later on. You understand that you have to go to school and educate yourself. You have to give yourself a base understanding of what an education is in order for you to function in this society as someone that will not be a degenerate. Right? (laughs) It's a little weird, but it it does happen. You know, realistically, that's kind of a thing. Now... (sighs) I'm going to tell you a story. Story time with Neo Starling, very quickly. This is what waking up from reality sounds like from my perspective. Once upon a time, many moons ago, I want to say I was in my mid... No, I was in my early 20s. I want to say about 21 to 22 years old. I worked in this place that will remain unnamed. Actually, no, I worked for Fresh Direct. I'm going to name it. Yes, I'm going to call you out. Now, there wasn't a problem with the company per se... But there was this uh, lovely young lady there that I fancied once upon a time. And I remember being really shy, even as a young adult. I didn't really know how to talk to girls. I wasn't socially calibrated to talk to girls properly because I always hung out with the guys. So we always played video games. You know, we played No Mercy on N64. We didn't really go out on dates. You know, we were just a bunch of nerds, and that was okay. I had no problem with that. But as you get older, your friends move away, you separate. You go into different lifestyles, different careers, different professions, and you meet different people. Now, this lady, I had the courage to ask her out on a date. And you know what she had the nerve to tell me? <laughs> she told me if I were 20 pounds thinner, she'd consider, consider dating me. Not would date me, but would consider it. She essentially told me that my genes were not worth Propagating into the next generation of humans. It was a slap in the face. I would have preferred if she just told me she had a boyfriend or she just wasn't interested. Actually, you know what? Just tell me you're not interested. Tell me the truth. Don't give me this blind vision of a possible future if, for some reason, you did not have another individual in your life. Because if you're not interested, I think you should just tell people that. I think that's important. (laughs) Now, with that said, I learned a really important lesson from getting rejected from her. I wasn't in a good place. Now, she was kind of a bitch. Let's keep it 100. She didn't have to say that. She could have been a lot nicer. But it taught me a very important lesson. It taught me that in life, if I want to get somewhere ahead, I have to build myself. I have to become. I have to create. I have to be my own advocate because most people won't do it for you. Someone can't make you lose 20 pounds. And now whether you're thinking the the 20 pounds are important or not, you know what? It was important to her. Because it is a a standard. It is a boundary that she had. You know. We all have it. Some of us like bigger people. Some of us like smaller people. Some of us like people in between. And some of us like everything. Or some of us like nothing. Right. But what that taught me was. You know what. I should probably take better care of myself. I should start lifting some weights. I should do push-ups. To do push-ups all you need is the floor. You don't need a gym membership. Maybe I should eat healthier. They say that. The gym is only where you go to get physically fit, but the weight loss happens in the kitchen, right? And I wanted to lose weight because, honestly, I remember I was smoking cigarettes, I was drinking heavy, I was in the golf scene, and I wasn't in the best shape at all. I'm 38 now, and I'm probably in better shape now than I was in my 20s. Complete honesty. That is not a lie by any way, shape, or form. And it taught me that important lesson. No one is going to do the work for me. No one is going to save me. There are some things that in this world you have to do completely by yourself. And there's two types of people that exist in this particular situation. You have one that realizes that a change has to be made or you have two which believe that it's all hopeless and why should I even bother? Those are the nihilists. Those are the black pillars. You know, Those are people that you might not necessarily want to fall under. And, and it's unfortunate because many people fall under the latter versus the former. I'm sweating quite a bit here. I apologize. Uh, my AC's on and I have it on low because that's the only way I won't die in here while I'm recording this. And I'm not editing this out either. This is real. This is a napkin. This is the real world. <sighs> so with that said, once more, it became important to me to try It became important to succeed by any means because I was sick of being poor. I was sick of being taken advantage of. I was plain and simple. I was sick of not being anybody. I was a takeaway. One of my really good friends told me a long time ago. He was like, in this world, if you're a takeaway, you're not going to get anything. Nobody wants you. People will despise you. You will be a social outcast. And I did not want to become that. Now, what did I do? I started working out, I started educating myself, I started reading more, I started learning more. Why? Because we have fully functional brains and we are able to educate ourselves. We live in a time and age where we have the internet. This is the only time in human history where all of the information that has been cultivated throughout the entirety of our existence can now be found in the palm of your hand. So why wouldn't you want to utilize it? I think you should. I think it's important. This might sound like self-help porn, and you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, Lord, here's another one. <laughs> you know what? I'd rather listen to self-help porn. I'd rather listen to people that, that bring me up instead of bringing me down. I want to know whatever happened to trying. When did it become cool to not do anything and become lazy? I don't like that. It's disingenuous. You don't really mean it. When you're being lazy, when you're allowing your life to crumble before your eyes and you think society should just accept that, No, I don't agree with that. If I want to go to a gym, I want to train with the guy or the girl that is physically in good condition. Why? Because if there's a trainer there that's in really bad shape, I don't want to waste my money on them. Because they're obviously not practicing what they preach. You're trying to sell me something. And if you're going to sell me on health, I want you to look the part. I think that's important. And with that said, the only reason I'm even mentioning that is because taking advice from people that aren't trying... Taking advice from people that have essentially given up on their own existence, those are not people you want to listen to. No, no, no. I'm going to take a second and uh, take a sip of this White Claw. Now, I'm not endorsing this, and nor is White Claw sponsored by any stretch of the imagination, but I had a long day, and sometimes I like to have an alcoholic beverage. Whatever, man. We all cope in one way, right? This is all copium here. So I'm going to take a quick sip. Pineapple. Anyway, with that said, no one is coming to save you, right? I'm gonna take a little break. I'm gonna play a song, this lovely copyright-free YouTube music that was provided so that I won't be stricken down by the uh, the evil people that don't want me to use their music. I can't blame them; they worked hard for it. Why should they give it to you for free? Anyway, with that said, I'll be right back, everybody. So stay tuned. Everybody, if you want to know what I did during that brief commercial break, I didn't do anything. This was an attempt to artificially inflate the length of the podcast. No, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> Partly, uh, no, you know what? I'm trying to learn proper podcast etiquette, right? And um, having some music in between, taking a break, taking a breather, I think it's important. I don't want to stretch these out too long. I like to keep them at around 20 minutes if I can, unless I have a guest. If you know anyone that wants to be a guest, let me know. Now, with that said, Let's get back to the second part of the show. It's no one's fault but your own. That's another bullet point I wrote here on my Mac that I bought with my own money. It was expensive. But I also bought a Mac because I needed to learn how to use one. Now, with that said, it's no one's fault but your own. We often tend to blame others for our own inadequacies. And it's really unfortunate because I could understand uh, when you're a child. That's a child's mentality, by the way, to blame others. I don't think you should do it. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve them. It doesn't serve the cause. You have to introspect. You got to go deep down inside in your own mind's eye, in your own brain. And you have to self-evaluate. Sometimes you got to give yourself a nice hard look in the mirror and realize that the person staring back at you has and always will be your greatest enemy. And it's no one else's fault that you haven't gotten to where you want to be. Yeah, maybe you could make certain concessions, you know. If you live in like a torn like third world country that's like war-ridden and there's like bombs falling all over the place, I apologize. This is not meant towards you. I realize that us in the United States are are privileged by a large margin, you know, and if you're also a homeless person, you know, it could have been under certain circumstances. I apologize for that as well. I'm talking to the people that are privileged enough to be able to listen to this podcast or are able to actually see it with their own eyes, if you're able to see or listen to this podcast and you're privileged, I just want you to know that the same way I am for being able to do this, even though I've worked hard, it's still a privilege to be able to live in a time and place where we can do this, where we can create our own shows, where we can project our voices to the entire world and have others hear it. So just be aware of your worth and be aware of what you're capable of doing. So when you do fail, it's not like you didn't have a fighting chance. Okay. We always have a chance. Now, with that said, I want to talk about chances. I want to talk about actual actionable steps that we can take as human beings, as individuals, to better our existence, right? With that said, the obvious one I always say is working out. What does working out do? When you strengthen your body, you're not only strengthening your physical body. You're strengthening your mind. It takes a strong mind to be able to endure the, the pain and suffering that you're going to put yourself through when you do something uncomfortable, You think I want to work out? You think I want to get up first thing in the morning and put myself through 45 to like three hours worth of pain just so that I can say that, hey, I did this? No, I do it because it strengthens me and makes me feel better. And it's a way of growth. It's a way to keep your brain fresh. It's a way to keep your body fresh and young for a longer time so that you can do and continue doing what it is that you want to do for whatever whatever that might be, right? Whatever the case might be. Another thing I would say is getting up early. Now, you might ask yourself, why should I have to get up early? Isn't getting up at whatever time you get up the time that you'll get up to do what you have to do? No, it's not. You see, if you get up early, you're you're first of all, you have to fix your circadian rhythm, right? Now, what is your circadian rhythm? That's that's essentially, you know, in short terms, so though what happens to your body when you fall asleep. If you fall asleep at the same time every night, your body adjusts to that and you'll always wake up at the same time by default. So that's why people that need alarm clocks all the time, those are the people that fall asleep sort of whenever they feel like it. So as a result, your rhythm is completely out of sync. And, you know, you might not get proper rest throughout the night. And if you don't get proper rest, what ends up happening is is that your your body and your mind will not function at its optimal level. You know, when you get up in the morning, drink two glasses of cold water. What does that do for you? It reactivates you. You've been asleep, hopefully, for eight hours. If you're fortunate enough to get that, maybe you slept for six. That's also okay. But, you know, you drink those two glasses of cold water in the morning. It, you know... (laughs) It's almost like starting up your engine, you know. You know how you have to like go to the gas station and put gas into your car in order for you to be able to move? It's the same principle with your own body. You have to rehydrate. Hydration is an important thing. It keeps your mind sharp, it keeps your body even sharper. So getting up early is also important because you'll have your entire day ahead of you. Let's say you have a day off, for example, and you decided to be one of the cool kids and sleep until like two or three in the afternoon. What did you accomplish? You didn't do anything. You're going to get up, and in a couple of hours, your day off will be over, and then you'll go back to your job or school, and you're going to be miserable, and you're going to feel like you didn't get anything done the way you wanted to get it done. But that's no one's fault but your own. You understand? If you got up, think about this for a second. Let's say you decided to sleep early, and you got up at like 6 o'clock in the morning or 7. Let's say 7. That's a little more realistic, right? If you got up at 7 instead of 3 o'clock, 8. 8. 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. That's 8 hours. That's 8 extra hours that you just added to your day for you to be able to do whatever the hell it is that you want to do. And all you had to do was just get up earlier. You could write that book you've been putting off. It only takes a page a day, man. Just write one page a day. You can uh, exercise earlier. You can go out for a walk. You know, you can learn that new skill that you've also been putting off. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're capable of doing now because you made the effort to get up earlier. These are again actionable skills, actionable steps that you can take to change the catastrophe and the sadness of your own existence, you know, because it really is hopeless sometimes and if you don't if you don't really try, if you don't make yourself uncomfortable, you're never going to change. There's never going to be anything meaningful that happens in your life and you're going to blame everybody and you're going to make it seem like if your life were just a little bit different, then everything would be okay. But again, it's no—it's your own fault because you have the ability to make changes. You do, honestly. Now, with that said, something else that's actionable, learning a new skill. Like I said earlier, whatever it is that you want to do, whether you want to be an artist, whether, whether you want to be a better writer, maybe you're taking some acting classes, you can learn something brand new. You have the internet. Again, I mentioned this earlier, guys. Like, Let's keep it 100 here. It's not like it's impossible to learn a new skill nowadays. Back in the day, if you wanted to learn how to do something brand new, let's say editing, for example, right? If you wanted to edit a video back in the day, you had to purchase a, a program that was probably probably two or $300, right? Just to put it on a computer that you probably don't have. So you had to spend a bunch of money just to do something that, that is now free. You can do this free. You have free trials. You have free editing softwares. You have the ability now to do that editing if you really want to do it. And I'm only using editing as an example because I don't know what you're into. Apply this to whatever you're into. We have the ability and we live in a time and age where it's significantly simpler. It's easier. There's no way that you can't learn something if you don't really apply yourself to it. Okay? (laughs) I want to tell you something. This might sound a a, a little wishy-washy here, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay, I need you to be aware of how how powerful your voice is. And I'm going to use this microphone as an example. Now, usually when you yell, when you scream, you're expanding yourself. Right. You become a bigger individual because people can hear you from a distance. So if I was a block away from you and you were just having a conversation and then all of a sudden you started screaming, I'll be able to hear you. And the reason I'm telling you that is I need you to understand how important and how powerful your voice is. The microphone, again, is a perfect example. Think about it like this, right? If I speak too loudly into this microphone, what's going to happen is, is that the microphone's going to clip. It's going to go from green to yellow to red. And once it goes into red, my voice is no longer coherent. It's going to be scratchy. It's going to hurt your ears if you have headphones on. Do you know why that happens? Because the microphone only has so much that it can take so our voices are so powerful that we could literally project our existence into this metal frame right here, right? And it's so loud, it's so intense that we have to control our levels. We have to level ourselves out so that we don't destroy what is inside of this microphone. This is a physical representation. This shows you how powerful you actually are, all right? Your voices are important. It, you know What? It might be difficult for one person to change the world, but at the same time, you're not weak by any stretch of the imagination. One person might not change the world, but one person can and always have made a difference. Okay? So just believe in your own power. Believe in your own ability. You got to wake up once in a while and just be like, yo, (laughs) I'm kind of tired of being a piece of shit, man. I I really want to get out there and fucking do better. Yeah, I'm going to be a little more, I'm going to curse a little more now because honestly, it pisses me off sometimes. Whatever happened to trying... Whatever happened to that? I'm, I'm serious. That's a genuine question that I have. Obviously, you can't answer me back because this is a one-sided conversation. But you can always feel free to write to me and let me know whatever happened to trying. Tell me. Tell me at what point you gave up. Tell me when you felt that it was no longer worth it to actually give a damn and make an effort to better yourself. But not just for you, but for your friends, your family, for anyone that you love or care about. Whatever happened to trying? Okay? You know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. You let the world tell you that you can't do something. You didn't believe in yourself. You didn't believe that you had the ability to make an impact, to make a change. The individual is extremely powerful. And I've told you this a million times. You have to be able to do it. When someone tells you to move, you plant your feet on the floor and you say, no, you move. Because I'm dead serious about that. Don't let people push you around. I can guarantee you. I am almost certain that that is usually the case on why you give up on what it is that you want to do. Because you let others push you around. Or maybe you just don't care. Maybe you're completely content. And if you are content, then that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't complain then. Nothing nothing bothers me more than someone that's not trying. That they know. They're not trying their absolute best. They're not trying. But yet they complain. They always complain. It's not my fault. Society, uh, blah, blah, the government. No, screw the government. Screw your excuses, okay? No one wants to hear it. And you know what? Quite frankly, no one cares. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. You know, when I do care, when I see that you've actually made the effort, and if you failed, at least you tried. But I still want you to get up and try again. Because it gets easier. The hard part is doing it every day. But it gets easier. You just got to do it every day. Just don't give up. Don't you want to be the best at whatever it is that you do? And if you don't want to be the best, that's fine. But for those that do want to be the best, for those that do want to grow, for those that want to succeed, you got to wake up one morning, look at yourself and say, I want to be the absolute best ever, ever. That's what you have to do. Look at yourself in the mirror. Give yourself that positive affirmation. Listen to a podcast that's going to make you feel good. Read an audio book that's going to inspire you. Learn practical information that's going to help you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. Anyway, I got a little heated, and I didn't want to yell too loud into my own mic. You know why? Because then I'd disturb your ears. So I had to hold my own passion inside in this particular moment. But you better guarantee you best believe that if I was speaking to you in person, I would speak a lot louder and more passionately. I guess what I want you to take from this is that in life... When the trash is full, take it out. Don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. And with that said, I've been Neo Starling. Once again, you could find me on the internet, Neo Starling. If you want to go on my uh, link tree, link tree forward slash Neil Starling, you'll find all my social media links there. Thank you, guys. I don't want to feel like I'm lecturing you. I honestly believe that you're very capable. I know that the people that listen to me, I've spoken to some of you, online and um and in person for those that i know in real life and i just want you to know that that i believe in you and i just want you to believe in yourself and with that said you're all awesome and don't ever ever let anyone tell you different signing off